Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Temperature is starting to heat up. We got NBA Finals tipping off tonight. The heavily favored Denver Nuggets with a player who's won back-to-back MVPs and almost won three in a row, right? Until that straw poll looked like he was going to win three in a row and has a chance now to win a championship and cement his status as the best player in basketball versus a guy who was asked recently what kind of an effect the NBA Finals had on him as a kid. Jimmy Butler said we didn't have cable, right? Like Jimmy Butler versus the ultimate underdog. Jimmy Butler's like basically Rocky Balboa, right? Like he's, he, when the moment calls for it on sheer motivation and willpower is able to rise above what he's supposed to be, right? What, what the expectations the world placed on him. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What's up, baby? What's going on? I'm excited for the finals. What's up, Jay, baby? Hmm. No, you don't That's like. what you said. Yeah, what's, what's up, big dog? You good? What's up? What's happening? What's cracking? You got your Phil Mickelson all-black shirt on. I see you. Hey, look at that. We're black, white, and gray today. Phil don't look like this, though, Jay. I, 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 did I say you look like Phil? No. I said you got your Phil Mickelson shirt on. That's all. First of he all, he said what's cracking. You're supposed to say I can't call it or, you know, you got to give him he, the proper Jay, response. Jay, see, Matt. I don't know, man. Max, Max is a little more hip than you, Jay. Is that such a word, hip? Hip. It's like an old, <laughs> old. Yeah, that's that's right? ironic <laughs> that you would say he's more hip than you. <laughs> I sometimes break out the '70s slang too. Yeah, my minute, daughter man. has to remind me that. Sounds no like I'm 80 it. years old. Huh? <laughs> that guy's really hip. <laughs> 888 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. By the way, the finals basketball now, these playoffs have been outstanding because there's a randomness injected into the game with all the three-point shooting, right? It fluctuates. It's volatile. So Celtics don't hit the threes and they don't advance. I'm telling you, everyone that is sure Denver is going to beat them up. I'm not so sure. Derek in D.C. are on KJM. Hey, fellas, good morning. Hey, what's up, fellas? Good morning. What's going on, uh, Derek? Keyshawn, I thought that was – hey, good morning. Good morning. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go, Derek. All right. What's up? Keyshawn, I thought you were talking about some nostrils earlier today. I don't know what that was about, uh, but we'll we'll disregard that. But I'm wondering, uh, in regards to Jimmy Butler and his legacy, we're thinking about a guy who did a playing tournament where we're thinking about a guy who, you know, that he won't really consider a championship contender. I'm wondering if he gets this ring and Jokic doesn't, how does that, you know, in this culture of ring talk with the NBA, Jimmy Butler doing what he's doing, how, does, how, how, do, how do we consider him, you know, long-term if, if, this, if he is able to pull this off? I think Jimmy Butler, like, remember when Dirk Nowitzki won the championship? The year before, he wasn't the best player in basketball. year after, he wasn't the best player in basketball. But damn it, that year he was. And Jimmy Butler, unlike Dirk, is not considered a perennial top five, six type player. 
but now it's been four years since he's been in Miami. They've made three conference finals and two finals, and if he tops this off with a championship as one of the biggest underdogs in recent finals memory, come on, man, how is that not the dude you want before everybody else? It also makes me think for guys like Dame, who is based in Portland, and everybody's trying to get Dame to go to a different team. If you're watching Jimmy Butler do something like this, you're like, yeah, it can be done. It can be done. Like, yeah, it can be done. With the right organization, the right coach, obviously, the right personnel, it can be done. So let's stop this whole thing about I need to join you, you need to join me. Here we are watching Jimmy Butler have a phenomenal playoff run and guys like Gabe Vincent and Max Struess becoming brand names in real time, and Jimmy Butler is him. Yeah, but how much longer, how much longer can Dame wait, though, uh, Jay? Come on now. I mean – Jimmy Butler, you know, Dame ain't like 22 years old. At some point, you just said the right coach, right situation, right everything. I mean, you know. It's, Jimmy Butler got Pat Riley. He got to choose where he was going to go. He, he chose got, Pat he Riley and Eric Spolstra. He got a good situation. Is Derek still there or did he leave? We hung up. Derek hung up? Mm. Hey, Derek. What? So, 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 Jay and I, so listen. Jay and I, we talk about each other's noses. So, I wanted to bring you up to speed on it. <laughs> And and he says I have a big nostrils. I say he has big nostrils. So that's the that's the bit between the two of us. So I wanted I wanted to be clear with you on that. Now I don't know what your nostrils look like, but what's up? Hey man, I look good now. But hey, let me. All right, well, all things considered. So how do we compare him to Giannis now? Since Giannis got that one ring, I know he doesn't have the MVPs. He don't have the depoys, but. What he's bringing his team through, I think, you know, you have to keep that in consideration. I agree. I agree with Derek. I agree with Derek. And there's some athletes who are normally excellent, but inc- but all-time great when it matters most. I can think of baseball players Is like Jimmy that, Butler pitchers especially. Great? When it matters most, if he wins this championship, yeah, he, that's like a Fernando Valenzuela or something. Real good in the I, regular season, but, man, when it came to the playoffs, he would kill you. I mean, I think it's an all-time great run. I think he's a big-time player. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to call Jimmy Butler an all-time great If he wins player. the championship? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you, you're and against all, the team you're picking this week? And, okay, and all-time great player is Kobe Bryant. An all-time great player is You're talking about top 10. I'm ta- all-time great. Once all, again, you how, you're utilize, how you're using great. Top 75 count as an all-time great? Like the top 75 yeah. list? Yeah. Okay, well, Jimmy yeah, Butler you, starts. You, you know. let, let, can we, we talk to a guy who won championships? Yes, let's talk to an actual champion. Let's talk to Shane. Shane two, Battier. Two-time NBA champion and former teammate of Jay Will himself. Shane Battier. Carry Jay. My guy. Good morning. How What's are you up, doing? Bat? What's going on, Bat? Uh, living the dream. Living the dream. So, Bat, let me, let me ask you about, about Jimmy. Obviously, you being a part of that organization, winning a chip. Things there. Um, would you do you view Jimmy Butler as an all-time great player if he wins a chip, or even if he doesn't win a chip? No, if he does, we're asking. I think Jimmy is one of the greatest players of our generation, um, and that as a player, that's all you can hope for, right? The the, the all-time great uh, discussions. That's for the barber shop, hmm. and I don't think you get into that conversation unless you win a championship. And I used to argue with Jeff Van Gundy all the time about this. And, and Jeff, yeah, I love JVG, one of my favorite coaches of all time, brilliant thinker about basketball. And he would argue, you do not need to win a championship to get your name 
in that conversation. And, and I just, I disagree. I, I disagree uh, for the, for the fact that when you play in the NBA finals, when you play in the Super Bowl, when you play at the highest level, right, you are opening yourself up to a level of scrutiny that you never receive if you never get to that stage. Right. And what, why sports, is amazing and why we all have jobs in sports and, and people care about sports is because we want to see the best players perform when the pressure is the highest. So the pressure is the highest <laughs> when there's only one series going on and that's the championship, right? And so we want to see how people perform under stress uh, with legacy on the line. And, uh, and so look, you, you can't be in that conversation unless you're in the finals. And you can't be in that conversation until you win the finals. So let's let's hope for the hometown Miami Heat that we we can have this conversation in a few weeks from now. Mm. Bat, when you obviously being around Eric Spolstra, you've been around some pretty incredible coaches during your career. What is it about him that makes him unique and so different? Well, look, when we walk into the Miami Heat practice facility, the gym, um, it, it's just different. And people talk about the heat culture. And it's real, right? It, it's real. And funny story, <laughs> at first, I did not want to be part of the, the Miami Heat culture because I didn't understand what it was. Uh, when I was uh, in, uh, in Houston in 2009-10, I knew I was probably going to get traded at the trade deadline. I was a free agent. And I told, I told Daryl, like, I don't want to go to Miami. Please, I told Daryl Morey, don't send me to Miami. Hmm. Because my perception of the Miami Heat, um, when you walk into the practice facility, you see a row of, of stationary bikes. And everyone in the league thinks that Pat Riley just made everyone become Lance Armstrong and ride you know, stationary bikes all day. That, that, way, that, that way, heat culture was. Um, nothing's further from the truth. Uh, you know, slow the product of the heat culture. Obviously, he grew up in the video room there, and you know, his his, his back to the to the championship and, and Hall of Fame coach is, is, is legendary. Uh, but you know, I think what Spo does, he sets the, sets the tone every single day. There's a seriousness, a professionalism about the organization and and, and Spo. And but we we had a great time in Miami. We had awesome teams. We still do. But there is a serious a seriousness to the work, and there's a pride that we take in the professionalism of, of everyone, not just the players, the coaches, the staff, uh, the ticket takers. Uh, we we are we are proud when we say we have the Miami Heat culture. It means something. Shane, let's do a little barbershop talk here because you know we we obviously as players think different than most people. We always feel like we got a chance, no matter what the situation is. But what are the chances that the Heat actually can clip the Nuggets in this championship final? Listen, if, if you would ask anybody in Miami, say, hey, look, we're going to be in the finals at the end of the year playing against uh, you know, a couple-time MVP and Nikola Jokic. Uh, we're going to be a little banged up, uh, but we're going to be there. You would take, you would take it. You would take it. Uh, you, you, have to, you have to be in the dance to have a chance, and, and we're there. And so – Hasn't always been pretty, uh, you know. I was at the game, uh, the playing game against Atlanta, uh, but we got blown out at home. And had, you know, and people forget we were only up about like one point with three minutes to go with the Chicago Bulls in the uh, in the playing game to get into the playoffs. You know, so this, this wasn't a slam dunk, uh, but 
if, as an athlete, you always think you have a shot. Just give me a chance. Just give me a chance, and we don't care what happened in the past. We're here. Let's do it. So I, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, feel great about counting this team out because of what what they've done so far in this run, the playoffs. But you know, Denver's really, really good. Very well coached. They got two time MVP. Very, you know. Very, very top out, you know, and, and if you've ever played in Denver, you know the altitude's real. That, that's a real thing. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not counting on my guys. Talking to Shane Battier, two-time NBA champion, former teammate of Jay Wills, and famously that, that article came out, the statless all-star, and Jay will tell you that, that Shane Battier's attention to detail and doing every little thing right on the basketball court is one of the reasons that they were champions in college. Shane, that the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler, like the, Jimmy Butler's the lead, but there are other guys on the team who seem to consistently through this playoff run play over their heads in the playoffs. Uh, uh, Gabe Vincent, uh, Caleb Martin, obviously. We'll see if Tyler Hero can come back and what happens. Why is that? What is it about when you talk about Heat culture where these guys seem to perform at their very best at levels we hadn't seen from them before consistently when it matters most? Well, Max, I think there is a lack of a social system. And what I mean by that is you go to other places, you, you, there's a star system and there's a pecking order. You know, even when I played in Miami, and we, we had, you know, the greatest of the greatest, LeBron, D. Wade, Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, we had Hall of Famers up and down the line. Uh, everybody in that locker room knew that we would not be as great if, if, you know, Rashard Lewis didn't do his job, if I didn't do my job, if Marlon Chalmers didn't do his job, right? And so there, there's not like a pecking order in the locker room. We need everybody. And so as a result, you know, guys like Dave Vincent and, and Caleb Martin and, you know, Kevin Love when he's called upon, they step up because, yeah, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing my job. And it, it, it's a really unique thing in sports. Uh, so many places that I've seen has a pecking order and, you know, the confidence level for, for, the, for the, the role players, uh, which are still super important, isn't as high. Um, and so that's, that's the, the magic sauce of, of this run uh, by guys that may not be household names this year for the Heat. Shane Battier, two-time NBA champion, NCAA champion as well, my former teammate on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Yo, Bat, um, from a strategy perspective, man, it's a, a guy. The fact that Miami's made this run, I think it, it's it's so reminds me of a March Madness run. It feels like it has that special type of juice to it. But they've also been doing it without one of their twenty point scores in Tyler Hero. Him potentially coming back game three, just with you and the way you see this team and being around these guys a lot. How would you bring him back in this game? Uh, in this series, do you just come let him come back and get minutes off the bench? Do you wait for a burst of energy? How would you implement Tyler Hero back in this lineup if that were to be Game Three? Oh, I don't know. That, this is why I don't coach Jay. <laughs> 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 this is why I don't coach. That's a hard one. Look, you know, you, you play basketball, and if you've been in the locker room, you know, is it pertaining to the guys? It's always enough the next man up. And during the course of the year, you have so many injuries, and guys are in and out. You don't really think about the guys who are not in the lineup. And so when they come back, you're just not making a big deal. It's like, oh, they can play? Great. If they can't, okay, great. Next man up. Um, and so I think from a player standpoint, uh, it will be business as usual, even though it's the NBA Finals. 
Um, it's pretty routine. Um, so I'm, I'm sure the brain trusts will have a, a, a solid plan, whatever that is. Shane Battier, ladies and gentlemen, two-time NBA champion, uh, March Madness champion, along with Jay Will on one of those Duke super teams. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it, man. All right, Bat. Good luck, brother. Hey. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great day. You got it. Mm-hmm. Turns out Heat fans aren't happy with you, Jay. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure they're not. You picked the sweep. Yes. I'll remind them that I am picking the Heat to win. I alone am picking the Heat to win, basically, in the world outside of Miami. You might be the only analyst here to do Eight, that. I'm not really an analyst. 888-SAY-ESPN. Yeah, that's true. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Miami Heat fans not happy with J. Will picking the Nuggets in a sweep. Big Mike in Miami. You're on vacation early, Max. Going on vacation early this year. What's up, Big Mike? Miami? Yeah, yeah I, got I got you, Big Mike. Hey, I'm man. about to be down in Miami after this sweep. What's up? After the sweep, man. Jay, listen, man. <laughs> you know I, res- I, I respect you. I'm a, I'm a Tar Heel number one, uh, and out of all people from Duke, you know I love you the most. Why? But listen, Jay, you always on point. So you break it down this game, all right? Mm-hmm. You break it down the matchups. Mm-hmm. You say they're going to sweep us. But look at the last two games we played in the regular season when we wouldn't play off Miami. We lost by five in their house where they had to come back in the last quarter. We lost by six in our hometown, you know, when we wasn't play off Miami. Now look at the role players. Murray played in that game. He got 14 points. He played 35 minutes. If you look at Jimmy, this was Jimmy y'all talk about, but Jimmy had 19, six rebounds, and eight assists. Martin, all our role players matched up even better than they role players. So I'm trying to figure out Yo, what Big the Mike, playoffs Big Mike, were. Big Mike, what, what did Jokic have? What did Jokic have? 19, eight. 
no, 19, 12, and 12. Oh, so you had a triple-double? Yeah, both games. Okay, I, I, I'm just – Mike, look, I'm, okay. I'm going to come down there. I'm going to have Cuban cigars. I'm going to lay out, you know, and, and kick it and, and go to 11 and go to all these places with y'all. I love Miami. Trust me, I lived in Brickell for two and a half years. I love Miami. I'm just trying to tell y'all what time it's about to be because you're telling me all these things about playoff Jimmy and playoff basketball. There's been a playoff Jamal Murray who has been playing at a very high level. And all I'm saying to you, Big Mike, is the amount of energy that's going to need to be exerted from Jimmy Butler to guard Jamal Murray and also to be guarded by Aaron Gordon. If y'all do it, I will be the first. I will get down on my knees and say, "Praise the Lord, Miami! All hail to Miami! All hail to Miami!" I'll give you all the love in the world. I'll talk about Miami for the next five days after y'all win the championship, even when we're not even talking about basketball again. I'll do whatever y'all want. I just don't believe it. I don't. I don't believe it's going to happen. I don't want to cut you off, Jay, but I've been waiting three months to get on this line, and I just want to let everybody know: everybody act like we haven't been here before. This is not the same. This is the same team that has star players with just a couple of different role players. But let me ask y'all something. Have you heard the interview with Kerry Champion and UD Haslam? Because UD breaks down what this Heat culture is. And when y'all look at 30, 30 years from now about this Heat team, you'll see the same resemblance of the Chicago Bulls. That, that locker room is so serious. And everybody is so serious. It's like a boot camp. And I'm just saying, we only been here three out of the last four years. And and by the way, we beat Giannis when he was Giannis. When we went to the bubble, we beat Giannis, okay? And we beat him twice. I know he was hurt, but so was we. We hurt now. There's no excuses about injuries. We aren't going to make this about injuries. What we're going to make this about is who wants it the most, who's coached well. And, I, and, I, and this team right here reminds me of Jimmy V. The North Carolina State team mm. that that got right. over the hump when they beat Virginia, and then they had to turn around. Nobody gave them a chance against the Five Slammer Jumma. But Jimmy V is the same type of culture. I feel well, just, Pat Riley. Let's just fade and, Big and, Mike out at the end of the album. They know how to motivate their players. Good. There you go, Big Mike. There he is. Man, y'all, y'all doing y'all doing Big Mike dirty, man. No, Big Mike, Big Mike made his rapping. points. He was it's time we his points, listen. Right? We have some things we got to do. He wasn't going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Heat fans, Jay's picking you to get swept. 888-SAY-ESPN. What's the excitement like in Chicago, by the way, when it comes to the Bears heading into next season? They made some improvements, KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We've been talking, obviously, 
finals that tip off tonight all day so far. But uh, we're going to get into some NFL right now with Jalen Johnson, Bears cornerback. You're on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Morning, Jalen. Good morning. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, w- listen, you guys seem to have uh, improved the roster in this <laughs> offseason. And uh, you got a quarterback yeah. who kept you in a lot of games, even without much help on the O-line or at receiver. And now that's gotten better. How are you feeling about where the team is right now? I mean, we had it in an upward projection for sure. I thought there's there's nothing that I think we don't we don't have right now. I think we're filling a lot of holes that we had last year. I think we're starting with the the D line and the O line. I think we're building from the from the ground up. I think we have a good foundation with our offense and Justin. I think he's progressing really well. I think we added some weapons in DJ Moore, some speed at receiver in the draft as well. I think we added a lot of depth in the cornerback position as well, drafting some guys this year. Um, I think we're there's nothing that we can't do right now. I think we just got to come in and keep proving ourselves, keep coming in and finding ways to win games. This is entering your fourth year in the National Football League, Jalen, and second year in this defense. But yet still, uh, you haven't gone to OTAs yet, so to speak. When you anticipate joining the team? Uh, I'm going to be there for sure next week. Um, I know I had a lot of things off the field going on. I have my daughter back home in, in Fresno, California, where I'm from and where she resides at, that I don't get too much time during during the season to get with her. So, I mean, for me, the off season is a lot of time for, for her to make that up for family. And I'm a big family guy for sure, being a young dad, just trying to be present in my daughter's life. Um, so I take a lot of pride in that. And then also I have a lot of things going on off the field. Um, I know last year I was a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Bears and I, I continue that. I continue to live that. That's who I am. And I have a lot of things and events that I'm doing currently in my community back here in Fresno. Um, and just being a part of the church, donating, just being a part, just trying to create different opportunities and different fundraisers for my nonprofits and different things like that. So, I mean, I have a lot of business to, to tend to in my hometown in Fresno. You know what, John? God forbid you be a dad for a second and spend time with your daughter. You know what I mean, Key? Yes, sir. All, the, all these narratives that end up popping off in headlines about, you know, where's Jalen? What's going on? And you actually have to take a public statement to say, hey, this is actually what I'm doing in my own community. God <laughs> right. forbid that, Jalen. You know? You know what I mean? That, that's what really bothers I mean, me sometimes yeah, about they, media, they, man. Yeah, no, nah, they don't want to hear those stories. They want us to be, be a negative story. But, I mean, hopefully they can, they can see the human side of me. They can see the dad side of me. I feel like it's one thing kind of just seeing the Jalen Johnson, the cornerback with the – helmet on I feel like when you kind of pop the helmet off you kind of take a deep dive into who somebody actually is I think you gain a better understanding so Jalen how are you approaching this season right uh contract time it's always something that you know us as athletes we think about obviously we prioritize winning as well but the, the two go hand in hand um how do you feel about coming up on the last year of your rookie deal Honestly, for me, it used to be a lot of pressure. I would even say for me going into my third year, I felt like that was a year for me to put myself out there to be able to have a new contract, to be able to re-up. I think for for me, it's just about going out and being who I am. And for me, I know I can be a dominant corner. I am a dominant corner in this league, following number one wide receivers and just finding ways to continue to do my job at a higher rate, continue to be a better teammate, continue to find ways to win. I think at the end of the day, that's all I want to do. I haven't had a winning season since I've been on Chicago Bears yet. So, I mean, for me, I want to come in. I want to 
be a, a dominant guy in the league. I'm going to dominate on on this defense, and I want to come in and win games and change that change that narrative. And like you said earlier, well, I mean, we come winning comes paychecks, and I think at the end of the day, we need I need to focus on winning, and I'm, that's that's what I'm worried about going into year four. Jalen Johnson, Bears starting cornerback, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and of course Max. Uh, Jalen, you touched up on Justin Fields <laughs> earlier. What do you expect from him now that he has some weapons? He's the second year in this offense. What? How, how do you expect for him to play? What is he going to look like in minicamp in a couple weeks? I mean, I expect for him to shine. I think it's it's one thing to have a co- coach come in your rookie year. You have to learn a new system. And then for him to be fired and then you have to go into a new system, it's like uh, you never really have a chance to get comfortable. I think for him now he's – finally having a chance to get comfortable. He has the some new guys. I mean, he just everything is an upper projection for him. I think he's has all the tangibles physically, mentally. He's a tough guy. He's a leader. Um he shows up each and every day. He works hard. He leads by example. And I think really there's nothing that he can't do. I think once he gets comfortable, which I think he is extremely comfortable now and extremely confident, I think he can be very dangerous. And you'll see a lot of that dominant quarterback play that I he that you saw at Ohio State. Jalen, tell us more about your upcoming golf event in Fresno and Ooh. your foundation. All is happening this weekend for you. It's got to be an exciting time. I would, uh, you know, hope so at least. <laughs> right. No, 100%. I mean, this weekend I have a golf tournament coming up on June 3rd. I'm just a golf fundraiser for my nonprofit called Kevy Vision Project. That was I came up with after my friend was shot and killed in August of 2021 um so i mean really just trying to have a fundraiser for that get funds to continue to bless this friendly community um giving out scholarships hopefully for some high school kids we always have a christmas carnival since we started back in 2021 being able to just empower and help out this community in in fresno i think has a lot of potential you just need somebody i think like me to come in and put some love into it and then bring some guys out we'll have justin fields coming out as well that's supporting um, speaking of Justin, he's coming out and supporting to speak to what type of guy and quarterback and leader he is. And then just really just trying to build just build the community up and then take that same work and going to Chicago as well. There's a lot of work to be de- de- done there as well. And I think for me, it just starts with my hometown and then just looking forward to spreading more love and helping more families out. For those that want to donate to your foundation, how, how can they do that? Do you have a, a website, a link of some sort, information that, that you can share with the people listening and looking? Yes, we have an Instagram page and a social media page. It's called Kevin's Vision Project that they can go to, and there's a link there that they can go and donate to. It's across all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's just at Kevin's Vision Project, Um, and then you can go and donate there. All right. Well, thank you, Jalen Johnson. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys having me. All right, JJ, go get that money, baby. Go get it. This oh, year. yes, sir. I'm about to go get back and get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right, listen, uh, good to check in on the Chicago Bears after, after everything that happened in this offseason. Are you about to sneeze? Oh, oh that's a sneeze. Yeah, a little dust yeah. and a little yeah. pollen in the now studio. Now go wash your damn hands. I'm in the middle of a segment. Take uh, the water and pour it in your hands. hands you seat. already messed oh, up man. the rug. No, oh. it's this hand. It's this <laughs> hand. That hand. That hand. All right. This is gross. You want to take let's let's take a call before uh get back to the finals, take a call. People very upset at Jay Will for taking the Nuggets in a in a sweep. 
disrespecting Jimmy Butler and uh, Eric There you go with these labels and, the and these narratives. Disrespect. Once again, Nobody's every rep. Who'd you, pick the the, who'd you pick in the first round, the Bucks or the Heat? I did not pick the Miami. No, I did not pick okay. the Miami Heat. Who did you pick Wait. against the Celtics the, in the Celtics series, in the Eastern Conference Finals? Bucks or Heat? Funny uh, how you uh, skipped. Celtics or Heat? Funny how you skipped. Well, the Knicks, come on. Funny no how you skipped this. over the no, Knicks. No one takes Funny how you skipped over that. You one. have consistently picked against the Miami Heat. Max, who did you pick to win the Bucks and the Heat? BJ in Alabama <laughs> has something to tell you, Jay. This guy's slick. What's up, BJ? Hey, hey, Jay Will. Yo, what up, BJ? Talking about. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? We doing good, baby. That's good. Hey, you keep talking about how Giannis missed three games. You must forgot Jimmy missed the game. And on top of that, three of the last four years, the Heat beat them with they um they roster presently constructed. So. Oh. What did you keep talking about? If Giannis would have been there, it would have yeah, been a Jay, different outcome. Yeah, Jay. They beat Jay, him when he was there. Talking about? What are you talking about? You're telling yeah, me. Jay? You're telling me, BJ. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. That's all the time we have. No, time. it's not. No, it's we're not. Right, I'm watching the clock. I'll tell you when the segment's over, I'm Max. I'm sorry, Jay, but there's no I'll time. I'll tell you, BJ. You're telling me that you still think Miami would have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks the way they did if Giannis were healthy for all three of those games. Yes. No, I don't they believe will. it. They beat them. Sorry, they BJ, will. we have to go to break. We have to go to break, BJ. I'm sorry, I don't believe you. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. One thing I'll give J. Will credit for is everyone else is like, well, maybe, you know, the Heat will get a game or two. I'm not going to disrespect Jimmy Butler. But Jay is the one guy who comes out and says, to hell with it, I'm going to disrespect Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, but Himmy Buckets. He trademarked that, by the way. Yeah, good for him. I think yeah. I owe him money. You should now. pay him now. Yes. I know. I owe him. I owe him you a can't royalty. say Himmy. Can't buckets. even say it. You can't. I just said it again. Damn it. Damn it. We're into him. We're into him. Sorry, already. Mickey Mouse. Sorry, Jimmy P. Jimmy Joe Pesci. Oh, Jimmy. You are on KJM ESPN Radio. Jimmy, Jimmy. Yo, good morning, fellas. Man, thanks for having me on. Man, I appreciate you. This is a two-part segment for me, man. Just really quick, both of them. Yesterday, I went back and I watched the video with me yesterday with the Scooby-Doo. Yo, yo, Max, you, you like you like throwing little jabs, bro. Yeah, all day. You like throwing little jabs. Welcome to you our world, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, you barely even notice them. You have to watch it on replay, don't you? Don't call Is that the only reason that you jab. watch Scooby-Doo? Throwing little jabs. Okay, listen. Keyshawn, Keyshawn also took Miami to, to, get, to get swept. Keyshawn, you just saying they will. But but that's the bet me and him made yesterday. He's saying that they're not going to win one game. Well, you wanted that bet, so I took it. Because you're no, going no, to no, donate $500 right? to the charity one, of my choice. No, one, one second, fellas. I'm saying the whole morning, uh, Max is saying that Jay is saying that the, that the Heat are going to get swept. But you also saying that the Heat are going right. to get swept. Jay doesn't even deserve the, the credit for being bold because Key was bolder yesterday. 
He just didn't exactly. say Exactly. That's my point. You got to you no, save him, him too. Him I just too. didn't use the word All right, fellas, have a good morning. All right, both of you. Both of you I, are I predicting a sweep. Words, I didn't use the word sweep. That's yeah, but all. if you win four in a row, what's that they got, I just all, all I said is they got four games left. You take it how you want to. Well, <laughs> However you what's want that to mean? It. You take it how you want to. You tell me. What? You're you're in the media. You change but the But see, by you're logical right. deduction, it's Key, God. that can this only actually mean one thing, and it's a sweep. So you're yes. both picking – so both Key and Jay are picking a Nuggets sweep, and I alone, I think in the whole media, this, by outside the way, this, of Miami, are taking the Miami Heat to win. I just want all Miami Heat fans to know this is how Max is a hustler. Max is hustling you. He doesn't believe in the Heat. He's just going to take the opposite stand because he's going to play the odds. That's what this guy does. Max is just Don't you believe talking. the scheme? Mwah. Yeah, yeah. Max is just Mwah. talking, man. Max don't believe it, nothing. He don't I, even, see, thank he you, don't even know. He, if, if you told him to take a team in Canada, in Vancouver, he'd be like, yeah, I'm taking that team. Here's the thing about the Heat. I remember, I alone am able to go back in time and remember. Alone. And remember how I was feeling before the Bucks series. The Bucks were favored to beat everybody, including the Nuggets, by you and others, Jay Will. They, they were the favorites to win the whole thing this year. And, I, and just go back in your mind's eye. Remember how you were feeling at the time. Well, the Heat will put up a fight, that's, but they're going out. No, no, they won. Do you like that, and then Joe. against the Celtics, well, they'll put up a fight, but like they'll that. go out. No, they won. First off, And then the Celtics lie, come back Jay. and force a game seven at Boston. Max, okay, Max here it comes. No, they won. You know he's going to keep And they're going to keep winning. See, this is what he does, Key. He rambles. He goes on and on and on, and he makes people at home believe that he believed that he had a feeling that he never expressed what that no, feeling no, 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 was no, no. I'm on admitting. this show. Never no, wait, expressed wait, it wait, once. Wait, no, 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 no. Never expressed it once that you believed in the Miami Heat. No, I didn't. So no, no, no. What I'm saying is, I, I'm fool me once, shame on me. Or shame on you. Fool me now twice, shame on me. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be fooled three times. President Bush's line, that's what we're doing. I thought they were going to lose to the Bucs. I thought they were going to lose to the Celtics. Now we're going back to Katrina, that's what we're doing. I am not going to make that mistake again. They're going to beat the Nuggets. Going back to Katrina with President Bush's line. How do you say it? He couldn't even say it right. Robert in Virginia, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. How's everybody doing? Man, we doing good, Robert. How you doing, man? All right. Okay, hey, look, brother. I'm not uh, anti-Miami. Um, I'm not pro-Denver. I'm not necessarily East Coast, West Coast. What I am is a lover of the NBA. Bueller? And you are I believe... Half a week. Come on. Bueller? Come on. Are you Pick there? it up a little bit. Let's hear it. Come on. Okay. Come on, Robert. Energy? Can I have some energy, Robert? Say what I believe. I believe that if Miami a chance to win the championship this year and make history they would have not bossed they needed to have not Boston often four games mm. five games six games Worn down. you go seven games against a very physical team you play all the way down um and include except for game seven you go down to the last seconds of these games you are physically exhausted I mean, now legit. you got Denver sitting around the house um eating cheerios and yo-yos and spending time with their family Yo-yos. and they're just waiting for somebody to play 10 days. Now you got to go 5,280 feet to play Denver in there in that altitude. I don't think Miami has enough left in the gas tank mm. to go in 
especially against the Joker. Now, why I picked the Joker is because the five spot is going to be the most important spot. And Bam didn't do anything against Anthony. I mean, against anyone in the East um, to impress me, to make me think he could stand up against Joker. Now, there are other parts to the team. Don't get me wrong. You got the one or two, the three to four. But I believe the five position is going to be the most important position. And I don't believe that the BAM or anybody else coming off the bench can do anything to hold the Joker down. I think it's a four-game sweep, <laughs> and I think the sixth man is the altitude. All right, really Robert, explaining I, I, to okay, Robert, you. See, I see you picking up the, the energy. He got, he I, I like the, the Robert explaining going. Yeah, I, it's reasonable to say that one team played a grueling seven-game s- series and the other is coming off a sweep and rested and they're playing at altitude and they're favored anyway and they're used to playing at altitude. They should be favored. I get that. They but probably think, will win the first two games. That maybe. Mean that they, they can't, you know, when it shifts back to Miami, that Miami won't steal one. I mean, if Miami can steal one at Denver, though. I don't now, know that they will, though. That's the thing. I mean, the Lakers were in both those games. Both yeah, those the Lakers games. were in them, but they lost. In they, the they, end. Did. they did. Yeah. You got ha- to the have someone like Gabe Vincent or what we just saw from Caleb. But one of the other players other than Jimmy Butler is going to have to get a little unnaturally hot from outside, probably something like that. Somebody's going to have to be pro. Once again, I go back to this in Phoenix. Everybody's like, oh, Phoenix got – Devin Booker was averaging 40 on 80% shooting in order for that to happen. Is that good? Oh, my God. 80% was he averaging, shooting. Was he averaging 40 in, in that series, though, Jay? Huh? Was he averaging 40 in that series or just 40 throughout the playoffs? I, I don't remember exactly, Key. I can't remember I don't what know the hell if happened it was yesterday. I'm just saying. I think it was throughout the playoffs at that time. In those yeah. two games, he was next level. Yeah, he was absolutely. godly. ESPN absolutely. Analytics gives the Nuggets an 88% chance to beat the Heat mm. in the NBA Finals. Mm. If I told you you had a 12% chance to win the Mega Millions, you'd be psyched. I'll take it. You'd take I'm it. I'm playing it. Oh, I'm not saying they're not going to play the odds. Play it. And then Jimmy Butler and by the way, gives it, you a fighting chance. Will, I already think incredibly about Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat are able to pull this off, yes. I will think that he is walking on godly water. Right. I will give them all the praise that they are deserving of. Mm-hmm. It will be different. I totally agree with that. Put, put him in a white outfit and let him walk on water. That's what he will mean to me. Well, it's got to be a whiteout. Well, it could be a well, – I don't, I don't want to even – oh, God. Keyshawn, Go Jay, Will, and Max. Jimmy Butler will walk on water don't if he can beat the Nuggets. 888-SAY-ESPN. to you, Jay. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.